Welcome to the Activate Your Practice podcast. I'm Dr. Four. Data always wins. Always wins. Hi, I'm Dr. Arlen Four coming to you today with the podcast Activate Your Practice. Now, today we're going to talk about something that people do not talk about very often. That's medical regulation and why it's necessary. Today in the studio, we have Marcus Gee, who is the director of medical device division of Axion Corporation. And you might wonder, why do we have somebody in the area of compliance that we're interviewing today and talking about today? We want you to know that when we put out an activator, there's a lot of things that go behind just being allowed to sell it and the things that are necessary to keep all of the regulations intact. And so Marcus is an expert in that area, and we've gotten to know him over the last three years, and he has been so helpful to us to bring Activator to the standards we're going to talk about today. So, Marcus, welcome. And what are the medical device regulations, and what are they for? Well, thanks for having me, and let me see if I can answer that question. What are the medical device regulations? Here in the United States, we have what's called the FDA, and the FDA has specific regulations for medical devices. It's not just for food, but it's also for medical devices and cosmetics, and they have a specific criteria in the law called 820, and that 820 is the quality system regulations for good manufacturing practices for medical devices. So those companies who manufacture medical devices here in the United States or bring product in to sell in the United States, they've got to be able to manufacture and show compliance to that law. So that's the FDA. There's also similar laws in Brazil, Australia, Canada, Europe, and throughout the world. Those are what is called the law. We just can't navigate around the law or then we're, we're selling and distributing devices that aren't legal. Now, I'm looking down here at the different types of laws, and there's a thing here that's called an ISO 13485. Is this the world-recognized gold standard? It is. In fact, the United States is moving towards, the FDA is moving towards uh, combining the 21 CFR 820, the law, and complying also with the 13485 ISO gold standard for manufacturers. It allows us to be able to tell our device worldwide if we get certified to that to that 13485 certification. So if you don't have a 13485, the FDA approval will mean nothing in the distant future or that near is future, correct. I should say. That is correct. Now, MedSAP. What is, these are all terms, you know, that I had to learn and get familiar <laughs> with. But what does a MedSAP certification announce to the world? Good thing you asked that one. Uh, MedSAP is an acronym that stands for Medical Device Single Audit Program. And so there are five countries that have joined uh, together so that there is one universalized auditing program, or if you're looking at FDA language, investigate. Uh, investigation program to make sure that medical device manufacturers are following the law. And so that single device uh, audit system 
is called MedSAP. And the countries that were involved in that were Australia, Brazil, Canada, Japan, and the United States. So um, why do countries have medical device regulations? The main reason why they have those medical device regulations is so that uh, the devices that are manufactured and then distributed throughout at least the United States and throughout the, country, throughout the rest of the world is that they meet the required uh, medical device manufacturing quality standards. There are counterfeits out there and people piggyback and they try to sell these devices that aren't legally approved. And activator methods uh, devices are legally approved in the countries that they're being sold. They are actually licensed. So that following those regulations means that the devices are also safe and that we have evidence that they're safe, that they're effective, and that we have evidence of their uh, effectivity and that they're licensed and they're able to be distributed in those countries. And one of the big ones is uh, if they're we following the law and the devices are licensed, it helps the the countries maintain to eliminate counterfeit devices that might flow into their their company their countries for distribution. Well, you know the thing you said here proven to be effective with evidence. We've worked about thirty some years now to have one hundred and fifty plus peer reviewed papers, and all of this is necessary to be MedSAP approved and uh, and get your ability to sell throughout the world. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, you know, why has Activator Methods chosen to follow the regulation? I guess it's the law, right? That is basically it. You're following the law, and so you can come to work and sell your devices throughout the world and know that you have a safe and effective device that is legal and licensed in the countries where you're selling it. What are the benefits of having an ISO 13485 and MedSAP? <laughs> Great question. Uh, it helps to ensure uh, consistency in the manufacturing method of the device. So the, the, the company, when we're distributing products out there, that we know that we're selling uh, top quality devices that are legal, that are licensed, they're safe, high quality, effective, and that they're reliable. You know, we just, uh, as a matter of fact, we're in another room here where we were looking at some of the knockoffs that come off the internet, and it was amazing to me the junk that's out there. And so I I would say to every student of chiropractic that's just getting started and so forth, be sure that you check with the manufacturing people to see if they have a an ISO 13485 or a MedSAP, you know, certification. And you can check us, you can call and they'll be happy to tell you that we're certified. But I mean, just be careful of some of the things you get, because if you get sued, you know, you're going to have a problem if you haven't got a piece of equipment that's certified. Yeah, that makes it a lot more challenging to show that the devices that you're using in your practice are approved devices that are going to be safe and effective. And what benefits do customers experience from having a certified uh, quality system? Well, the devices, uh, they're going to perform, and they're going to perform as they are intended because they're built to consistent quality standards through the quality management system process. Another benefit that the, the customers reap is they're going to have consistently high-quality devices and that the devices, they're legal, they're licensed, and they're approved to be distributed and used in those particular areas and ultimately in the, the person's practice. And that Activator Methods, uh, they were one of the first ones. They were the first ones to have a 510K 
for these types of devices. So that is a very powerful message that everything that's following is following what Activator Methods has put out originally. I remember when we got that 510K, we were all celebrating, and about five years later, somebody came in with another 510K, and they said Activator 1 was the predicate device. In right. other words, we had done all the work to get it approved by the FDA, and then people started following in our footsteps, which is, that's a normal process. It is. Uh, but Marcus, uh, we've come to know you and appreciate you because you have saved us through this whole period of time with the audits. Like, as a matter of fact, we just finished uh, an audit today from BSI. And what's BSI stand for? BSI, I don't know actually what the acronym stands for, but it is a worldwide recognized notified body. And what they do is they come into organizations like Activator Methods and they audit the quality management system to make sure that we're following the, the law and the appropriate standards. They're the biggest in the world, too. They are. Yeah. And so that's why uh, we chose them, because we wanted to, you know, sell and distribute throughout the world, and this is the way we could go through it. So I put this out today because I thought it would be interesting for students especially to know that uh, you might complain when you pay so much for an instrument, but you know it takes a lot of money to keep the regulations all correct so that you have an instrument that is effective, backed by research, and so, Marcus, thank you for bringing us up on all of the latest things in the regulation world. Thanks for having me. 